is most appropriate for you as you are tuning in welcome to a brand new day with stephanie j i'm excited i am delighted just to have another opportunity to share my heart on this day and what day am i referring to well the bible that's open in front of me says that it is the day that the lord has made and that we should rejoice and be glad in it and i don't know about you but i'm glad about it i'm happy and excited about the fact that god decided to wake me up this morning so listen here folks this I haven't done in a while. So this is going to be a different kind of podcast. But it's something that I really feel and really felt as I was in the midst of getting ready to get into my studies this morning. I felt like I needed to do this. And I'll explain why. Um, I had no intention on podcasting today at all. I just did an episode two days ago. And I really did that episode because I wanted to talk about an event in Maryland that I stumbled upon on uh, Saturday, uh, excuse me, Sunday afternoon after leaving a worship service in another area of Maryland. And I, I was so excited about the connections and you know the way things happen that I wanted to talk about it so I did that and in that uh episode is called Maryland in Maryland and I talked a little bit about uh, a, a word from the pastor that came forth it was unexpected wasn't anything that I went out knowing what happened or thinking what happened and so it was just interesting, but I mentioned in the episode that, you know what, I'm going to talk about it one day because it was some things that I wanted to address, but not in that particular episode. But there's been a change. And two days later, now I'm feeling really it's like the spirit of God is saying, you know what, this is the proper time. This is the perfect time to address it. And so I'm going to do that. And I don't want to be very long. I know sometimes I say that and it just ends up turning out to be longer, but I'm going to try to keep it brief because I do have things that I need to take care of today. But so anyway, way, uh, Sunday, I get there, the pastor's already up, you know, speaking. He's about 
maybe 15, 20 minutes into his message. Um, they start at 10 and I got there around 1030, a little later. And so I'm sitting there and I'm listening to the message. And after he finished, he did as he normally would do. Um, now, this is not I don't belong to this ministry. I've only visited a few times through the years, but it's going back about 18 different years. You know, they've been in different locations and I've um, lost touch with him for many, many years. And then I'll hear him on a broadcast or something and say, oh, yeah, let me see what they're up to. And so it's just a ministry that I, you know, like to visit, um, you know, from time to time when I feel, you know, when I feel it. And so. When he finished, he said, you know, I'm I'm going to pray for a few today. I'm not going to be very long. The air conditioning wasn't working. He said, I don't want to keep you all here too much longer. But so I'm just going to kind of touch people and, you know, we're going to keep it moving. And so he prayed for about two people. And then he said, you know what? Send up all the children. Let me pray for everybody, you know, who's going back to school. All the kids come on up. So I sent my son up. He's 12. He's almost 13. Um, he went up and he just touched the kids. He said a few things to a few of the children. He laid his hands. He prayed over them. You know, God bless them. Keep them in school. Let them have a good year. And when he got to my son, he said, wow, boy, you are tall. My baby is getting tall. He's almost 13 in two months. So. He was like, you know, wow, you're getting tall. And he, he laid his hands and he said a few words, prayed over him. So then afterwards, he said, I'm going to, um, he said, I'm feeling like there's a lot of people with arthritis pain. So I was like, okay, that's not me. I don't have arthritis pain. But the interesting thing is the last few weeks, I've been experiencing some pain in my fingers um, and it's like a burning, a little burning sensation. And so I didn't really pay too much attention to it because I really don't have really any physical problems or ailments. But I know I've some, you know, sometimes I'm typing or I'm thinking maybe I'm on the keyboard too much or, you know, maybe I did something. I know the other day I cut my thumb on my file cabinet. In fact, it was the morning getting ready for church. I went in my file cabinet and I sliced the you know, a portion of my thumb and that was burning. And so I'm thinking, you know, I go out, I ride my bike sometimes. I'm driving a lot. You know, my hands are on the wheel. So I'm, you know, didn't really put too much focus on it. I just know I had been experiencing it. And then from time to time, I would have a little lower leg pain and around my ankles and stuff. But I didn't pay that too much attention because I know for years I would run, I would jog and I'd experience things, you know, um, when I'm working out and stuff like that. So didn't really think much of it. So as he's talking, people are starting to get up. And then he said, and I'm not just talking arthritis. I, you don't have to have arthritis. He said, I'm, I'm sensing that a lot of people have like joint pains. He said, it could be your fingers. Your, I said, oh, that's, I looked at my son because I had started telling him just a few days ago, how I've been experiencing that. And so when he said that, I said, well, you know, let me, let me just get up and, and go let him pray over it. Cause I know I'm experiencing this. All of a sudden it was like out of nowhere, people just started getting up all over the building. And I kid you not, it was probably about 
30, 40 people in line just for this one prayer. So he looked up. He said, whoa, whoa. He said, whoa. He said, I can't stay here and pray for y'all all day now. You know, he kind of laughed. He said, all right, this is what we're going to do. And I need to preface this because this is how my God works. I don't know what other people's experiences are, but this is how God works in my life, especially when I'm going through stuff and I'm praying and I'm asking him questions. He just has a way of answering me. I don't know about you, but this is what God does with me. And so he said, um, it's too many of y'all. He said, I'm going to have to just lay hands. He said, Give, bring me that oil. He said, I'm going to have to lay hands on y'all and just go to your seats. He said, because we can't, we can't do this all day and it's too warm in here. So people started coming. He touched them, bless them in Jesus name, heal them, you know, heal them in Jesus name, heal them in Jesus name. Heal them. And then he stopped and he said a few things to one lady. And then he said, all right, go to your seat. He, uh, heal them in Jesus name, heal them in Jesus name. You healed in Jesus name. So it's, it's like 20 or more people before me. And the usher was standing there and she, you know, stopped one, you know, after one person and then tell you to wait behind her or whatever. So I'm just enjoying the music because the, you know, the young lady is on the keyboard and she's playing all the songs. When I stood next to her, she was starting to play for every mountain, which was a sign for a question that I asked the Lord because I sang that song, you know, by Kurt Carr and I had just heard it two times this week and I said, oh, wow, I forgot all about this song. I hadn't even, you know, thought about it. So I pulled it up and I was listening to it because it's, it's just such a beautiful song. If you've never heard it or if it's been a long time, go go Google it. Kurt Carr for every mountain or uh, I don't think that's the title. But anyway, it says, you know, for every mountain you brought me through, for every trial, for every trouble, you know, for this, I give you praise. And. I started smiling and I just kind of nodded to her and they, they were singing it softly. So I'm just enjoying, she's playing different songs. And then after probably about 15 minutes or so, then I get on the line and he's, you know, be healed in Jesus name, be healed and be healed. Then he said something to a man about something. Then he's like, all right, have your seat, be healed, be healed, be healed. So the line is moving. I stand in front of him and he goes to touch me. But then he backs up and he said, so when he did that, I held up my hands to show him the pain is in my hands. And he said this and it's online for for whatever reason. I'm not even going to mention it right now because they don't they didn't put it up online. He did mention something about they were streaming through another network at 4 p.m. And every single Sunday, every service, they have have it streaming live and they put it up on Facebook and YouTube. And so I'm going to have to call them because I'm like, I need that message. I need that word. So anyway, um, it's not up there right now. So when I showed him my fingers, he said, yes, I, I know you experience it in your fingers. He said, but it's a lot more than that. He came next to me and he, you know, when he, t- he touched my hand, he said, he said, you feel it all in here. He, and then he stopped. He said, then wait a minute. Have I been talking to you? Do you know me? This man does not know me. I'm not a member of his church. I only come periodically. I've talked to him on a radio broadcast. Uh, he prayed for me um, several months ago. He didn't recognize me from April. And I told him, I said, you told me back in April to write on a piece of paper, my season is over for this and bring it back. And he said, oh, okay, I remember now. I remember now. 
And um, he said, okay. He said, yeah, you have pain in your fingers. He said, and it's like a burning sensation. I started nodding my head. He said, but it's also moving from, and he came near, he said, down this part of your leg. He said, and you feel a little bit sometimes in your ankle, in your wrist. He said, am I making sense to you? I said, yes, you are. I'm just nodding my head. Like, yes, you are. You're making sense because I, and then I said, I said, um, this is something that just started out the blue. He said, yeah, it just started out the blue. He said, but it's been going on. And, um, then he stopped and he said, listen, he said, I'm gonna say this to you. He said, he said, somebody in your life wants to put witchcraft on you. And I just started smiling and nodding my head. Now don't, don't start thinking about, I dream of genie and the spell casters and all of that kind of stuff. But there are various, if you read the Bible or even your dictionary, there are various forms of witchcraft, control and manipulation that people practice against you. And not only did the Lord reveal this to me, many people in various places, even out in California on a prayer line, another lady in a church here, a few people have said to me, there's somebody in your life and there's something in your family line. The devil is trying to get at you this way there. You know, there's people trying to stop you and there's jealousy, there's envy around you. And so I, I know this, I'm already aware of it. And I know that I've been battling with this spirit for a long time. And it's like, the devil keeps tr trying to come in and every time he tries to come in, he comes in with a new way. A lot of the things that's going on and have been going on lately is really connected to the same individual. Now, I, I did it before in the past. I'm not going to put it all out there. This is not a tabloid show. I'm not just talking. I'm, I'm done with with all of that. I'm not trying to just put people in my business. I do this for the sake of trying to encourage people. And I, I try to make my podcast relatable because I want people to know, hey, I'm human just like you. I've been through a lot. I have a lot to talk about and I still go through. I am not exempt from the trials, the tribulations, the heartaches. I, I go through all of that. And there are times that I'm, especially these days, I'm on here podcasting and nobody knows all the hell that's trying to knock at the door. But I just keep it moving because I said, Way back in 2021, I'm not giving any more place to the devil. You're not going to hear me whining and complaining. I'm not sitting in here, you know, not enjoying my days. I've been having a good time in spite of, even in the midst of legal battles, all kinds of stuff going on, relationships. I, listen, time is too short. And so I make it a point to enjoy my days regardless. So I've been diligent in that. So to get back to his divine prophetic word that came only from the Lord. Um, he said, uh, he said, now I'm not going to put your business out there. He said, but what's sad about it is this person is somebody in your life that should be working with you. And I nodded my head like, yes, he said, um, he said, and, and, and they're going to have to work with you regardless, no matter what. So it doesn't make sense. And then he flagged his hand. He said, but you know what? He said, we ain't worried about that because no weapon formed against you will prosper. It, he said, what they trying to do, it ain't going to work. I nodded and I smiled because guess what? They've been trying for years. I know in 
my spirit, I know, and I pray this because that's the scripture that I stand on more than anything. You know, God, God is so bad. Let me tell you, I'm a detour just for one quick second. He's so bad. When you read Isaiah 54 and you get down to 16 and 17, I love these scriptures and I stand on them and I, I've written them and I quote them and I, I just really marinate and meditate on that word, especially when you're a person who is constantly dealing with the attacks of the enemy, the places that I've had to walk, things I've had to get through. You better have you some weapons. You better have some spiritual weapons and you better have it in your arsenal. The Bible tells us to put on the full armor of God. You know, back in the day, war times, they didn't even get undressed. They stayed dressed for battle because you never know when the enemy is going to attack. And so thank God I learned this through the years of being in the trenches. You got to stay fully armed. I've been telling people, I don't have time to be sitting around watching TV and watching movies and hanging out here and going to social events and gathering. No, I spend time, you know, I do my family stuff. I'm, you know, I have a homeschool, uh, almost teenager. I have other things going on. I'm in classes myself. We go, we go out and have fun. We shop. We we're living a normal life, but not really. Because I still spend time in my word. I still shut down everything and come up in my room. This is my sanctuary. This is my secret place. I will close out. I don't care what they're doing. I'm going to spend some time with the Lord. I'm going to open up my word. I'm fasting and I I don't. People try to make a big deal out of it. I've done some episodes on fasting. I'm a chronic lifelong faster. I've been fasting since I was about 14 I'm now almost 52. It became a discipline in a way of life. So it's something I do. I do it when I want to. I do it when I don't. Like right now, I don't really want to fast. When I did it a couple days ago, and sometimes I do intermittent fasting. Sometimes I fast for a short period. And like now, I'm on a seven-day extended fast where I am not partaking of food. And that is because the level of the warfare and all of the different things going on, the lawsuit, And I'm not being sued, by the way. It's things that have been done to me. And I now have to, after three years of dealing with it, I just have to go ahead and go through the process. So I got a lot of stuff coming at me. And then I have things that I still have to do, if that makes sense. And I know it does to you all. It's like I'm dealing with all of this, but I still have to live. I still have to do this and I still have to do that. And I'm still a mom and I'm still a well, I'm still a wife and I'm still this and I'm still and, and, and it goes on and on and on and on. And so I said, you know, over the weekend, I said this time I really need to go back on a a, a, a long extended fast because my whole thing is I'm gonna show you that I'm not playing with you let me tell you fasting is so powerful that when you begin to fast the devil definitely takes notice God takes notice and again I don't have time to get into it you're not fasting to change God's mind or move him it's going to break some things in me and off me because at some points I'm getting frustrated and I'm starting to complain and, and and trying to fight in the spirit and most of it is like with my tongue getting frustrated saying things out my mouth that I shouldn't say you know I'm tired of this and I'm sick and tired and I'm da 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 and devil's like oh yeah well let's get her sick and tired even the brain does this to us. Oh, you tired? You sick? I have to find ways to keep you like that. So I'm, I'm getting frustrated. And another part of it is 
I've been really weary because every morning I'm waking up practically two, three, four o'clock in the morning and I'm staying up. Even when I try to lay back down like five, six, I jump right back up. I was like, I'm not tired. Let me just go ahead. I, I'm going to have to put this back on repeat. Um, it's like, I'm, I'm just tired. I've, I've had enough, you know, and it's like it doesn't stop. And so when you add all of that with being tired during the day and then the devil's trying to catch you off guard with the little sneak attacks and things like that, man, it gets to be a lot. So he gave me that word. And after he said, you know, the weapon will form, it won't prosper. Now, this is what I was going to say. God is so bad. He even tells you in the verse ahead, 16, he said, even the smith I've created, the waster to destroy, the, the blower for the smith, the waster to destroy. He said, even those weapons, I'm going to allow the enemy to form those weapons and then I'm going to give it to you. No weapon, even though it's formed, it's not going to prosper against you. It's going to prosper against the enemy. Too many examples in the Bible, David against Goliath. David didn't go out with a weapon or a sword. He had five smooth stones and only needed to use one. See, that's how bad our God is. He only, for, for those of us that belong to him, um, he only needed one stone. When he put that in Goliath's forehead and there is actually scientific proof why that actually worked because the Holy Spirit aimed that and it hit him in a certain part of his brain that took him down. And then David was able to take, listen, take Goliath's sword and go and cut his head off. How awesome and amazing is our God. And so I stand on that word. I don't just get in his word to know his word. I knew a long time ago where I was called, what, you know, what I would face during these years, losing my mother, my brother, all the hell I've been through. I had to learn to fight. And I thank the Lord. Like David said, you teach my hands to war. You teach my fingers to fight. God has always been with me. Doesn't mean I don't go through the fire like the Hebrew boys. I'm always in the fire, but guess what? He always brings me out. And I give glory to him. The testimony is to him. It's not about me or anything that I've been able to do. And so he said, you know, we ain't worried about that. The weapon ain't going to form. And then he says, so don't even worry about it. You got it. He said, now, whatever this is going on with you, he said, we ain't claiming this. We ain't, we're not believing for this. He said, but I see it in you. He said, and it's something rare. It's something rare. Now it may be um, the prolonged exposure to the mold that was in my home three years ago that they didn't take care of and I've been doing self measures and things like that. So it may be just something like that. And it's, it's not really major, but it is something that is there and is now, you know, starting to show itself. So God in his foreknowledge, knowing who he is, he sent his daughter all the way from Virginia to travel about 40 minutes to a service to get this. I did not have any, any intention on going. I changed my mind. The service starts at 10. I changed my mind after nine something about what I was going to do. And then I just decided, you know what, let's let's go ahead. So I had to change my clothes and everything. So I was like, let's just go on ahead and and go here. And I, I know when the Holy Spirit has prompted me to do it. So I just be obedient. And I said, I'm struggling. I said, I don't feel like going. I don't even feel like sitting under this today, but I'm just going to be obedient. And I thank God that I did because that was a word to prepare me even for where I'm headed. And then he said, 
you know, he prayed over me. And before I left, he said, I want you to stop not eating breakfast and stuff. He said, you can't just not eat and just be doing all your running and stuff. He said, you got to stop. I said, well, while I'm, I'm fasting right now. So he paused for a few. He said, all right, I'll allow that. He said, but you, you got to start eating. And after that, he went on and prayed for probably about 20, 25 more people. Basic, be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed. A few words here and there. But I got a specific word that day. And then before he closed out the service, he said, you know, September is going to be a different month. It's going to bring a different kind of change and energy for a lot of people. He said, a lot of us, he said, there are some of you in here you are going to experience that change even before this month is out. And I connected with that word, as I said in the other episode, I knew in my spirit that I was one. I said, yes, things are about to turn around because I know what I've been doing, especially these last several months. I've been doing a lot of intermittent fasting going. Uh, the One day I did um, 50 hours of fasting where I just drank water, a little bit of tea. Once in a while, I'll go, you know, make smoothies, but not too much. I usually just drink a little bit of herbal tea and I drink a lot of water with lemon around the clock. I did 50 hours. I broke my fast for about within an hour time frame, a little more, ate a nice size meal. And then I went back on my fast for over 24 hours and then I ate. And then I went back on. So I have been doing this for months because I know the intensity of the warfare. And come on, y'all. We are in the last days and this devil is shrewd. He is evil. He is wicked. The Bible says he knows his time is short. He knows he doesn't have much time. So he is walking around seeking whom he may devour. That's what he's doing. And the Bible tells us that we need to stand vigilant. We need to be on our guard. I can't do that if I'm sitting in front of a TV. I can't stay vigilant if I'm sitting there with a remote control. I don't have cable. I told many people that. They look at me like I'm crazy. I cut cable off about 15 years ago. This mess is not streaming in my house. Even when it comes to my phone, my tablet, my laptop, my desktop, my son's um, laptop. My husband has a, a MacBook Pro for music. He's not even a computer person, <laughs> you know, but he does things musically. We have iPhones. I have an Android phone. Everything is streamed and blocked in here. We have blocks on our phone. That's how I do it. I did it for many years, you know, even raising my children. When I realized this is just another attack of the enemy. This is how he gets into the door. I had some experiences with my oldest son with cable. I'm not going to put it out there today. And it's ironic. Uh, he's, he's one of the ones that the enemy is trying to work through this morning. And I'm not saying it's him because I understand that I wrestle not against flesh and blood, but he's a part of the reason why I decided to stop what I'm doing in podcast because I recognize the plans and the plots of the enemy and he'll come any way he wants to. But I turned the cable back on and he started learning how and he was a teenager then, you know, and he started learning how to break through codes and order stuff. So. After he did it, I think about two or three times, you know, they was like, well, we can do it this way. We can do it this way because they didn't want to let go cable. At that time, I was heavy into Christian television and the cooking channels and the travel network. And I didn't have any extra stations. 
But, you know, I was at work and, you know, things like that. And teenagers, as they do, he was kind of getting into stuff. So I finally just said, you know what, shut it down. And then after I did for a while and I started noticing that I had that extra money from, I said, whoa, that didn't make sense. Oh, it'd be regular TV. And then I continued to buy any type of movies that we wanted to watch or whatever. So after a while, I started getting rid of my house phone. Oh, it's a whole, that's a whole nother story. For years, I haven't had a landline or a cable channel, none of that. And I have saved myself hundreds of dollars a year from making that decision. I was like, I don't need to reach out and touch nobody that much. I ain't AT&T and anybody need to reach me. They know how to get me. And then, you know, email is priceless. And, you know, thank God there's a block on that too. In fact, I just recently blocked somebody out of my email. Stephanie J is not playing in this season. So anyway, you know what? I am, who I am, I am so, so serious, so, so serious when I'm saying this morning, for those of you who are listening, I don't care if it's one, if it's 10, if it's 20, I don't care who hears this. You may hear me talking about my circumstances, what's going on in my world. Yours may be a little worse. You may not really be going through anything. You may be having a time of peace, which I was for a long time, but I'm smart enough now to know that those are the times when you really need to get prepared for battle because when the enemy is too quiet, like these devils are in the rental office where I reside, the townhomes, I'm not going to put them out there, but like they are all of a sudden they're real quiet. That's when the enemy is working and plotting and he wants to catch you off guard. Like, okay, they're not going to be ready for this. They want to hit you and blindside you, hit you from left field. That's why it's very, it's extremely important. Whoever you are, I don't know where you are. I don't know if you belong to Jesus. I don't know if you live that life. I don't know if you or an agnostic. I don't know if you're an atheist. I don't know if you're a Catholic. I don't know if you're a Baptist. I don't know if you're a Methodist or a Pentecostal like I grew up in or a non-denominational that I ended up, you know, going to the last few memberships that I had. And, and I found out non-denominational can be just as denominational as denominational. That's a whole nother podcast. In fact, that's a whole nother book. See, I was born and raised in the church. I've been in church all my life. I've seen it all. So, what I'm saying to you at this very moment, do not be deceived as the Bible tells us. He's coming for you and yours the same way. So don't just negate or listen to or half listen to or sh you can shut it down if you want. Oh, that, well, that's you. That's not. He's coming for every last one of us. The Bible says he's walking about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour and his time is short i have my bible open to revelation because i started reading in there yesterday then i got a little tired after about three chapters and i had to lay down and go to bed so i'm getting back into it this morning and um yeah there's a whole list in revelation 21 and 8 and if i think about it again i'm going to read it it tells you who's going to join the enemy in the lake of fire and i'm sorry i know everybody doesn't believe that i'm not talking to everybody this morning i'm not here to dispute i i stopped this years ago i don't argue with anybody i don't try to get people to see my point of view i'm not trying to pull you along all i can do is what i'm called to do because first of all my name is not jesus christ i'm not a savior 
I'm not anybody's God and I'm not trying to be. The Bible says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. You do this before the Lord, not before man. The Bible says that the time is being cut short because he said, he said, God is doing a quick work and is a short work. He said, because if very, if possible, it would, you know, even the very elect would be fooled. Satan is, he's very deceptive. He's very crafty. He's very cunning. He, he's been here way be millions of years before us. He's a created being. He was created as an angel of light, a glorious angel, a beautiful angel. You don't think he knows all about us, all about this earth. He, he's not omnipotent or omnipresent like God is. But come on, y'all. He's been around for He's been around. He knows what to do. He, he studies us. He has files on us. He has a room probably full of large. Oh, yeah, you can get them with this. They oh they that didn't work. They like this. They oh, they you see what happens every time she comes around him. You see what happens every time she hears his voice. He knows what to put in front of us. Oh, you know, they love that buffet now. <laughs> you know, you know, he knows when you know, they ain't going to fast and pray tonight when they leave that service. They going out to get them some buffet. Yeah, we're going to get them nice and sleepy and tired and and then let the phone start ringing. And then this distraction and this is going to come on. We're going to put Marvin Sapp's biopic on Every, the whole world going to be rushing home to see what Marvin Sapp's life was. That's very interesting because. Now, I didn't I didn't see it. I thought I was going to watch it, but I ended up not. I was out very late um, Sunday night anyway, but I didn't see it. But a lot of what is in that biopic, I heard just a piece of the commercial where his mother said, I'm not raising no drugged out um, alcoholic kid, you know, disrespectful child. He told his testimony Many, many years ago before he blew up, when he was with commission, he came to my church for three days and preached and sang and he told his testimony. So I knew a lot about Marvin Sapp and I started following him after that because the man was just so powerfully anointed. But anyway, Satan comes with many distractions to get us off course. But I'm telling you today, my eyes are on the prize. My eyes are on Paul said, press toward the mark of the prize. I don't have time for the foolishness. My circle is so small. And in these days, I don't have any problems with it. I don't have any problems letting go. When I see what I see, when I see what I know I need to see, hey, I love you. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to keep it moving because I got to enter in at the narrow gate what the Bible tells us to do. And so this morning, as I'm dealing with all of this, I'm, I'm, I'm on this fast. I get up this morning everything's fine I feel a little tired I probably had about five hours or so of sleep I was up after seven o'clock I well I woke up before then but I tried to lay down couldn't do it so I got up went downstairs took my bible you know made myself some tea got some um lemon water um I'm ready to get into the word and then I see a a text message I remember I had a um a text message from my oldest son um, he's dealing with some stuff, nothing new. He's dealing with some stuff. And so he was letting me know what was going on. And I was out yesterday and I had to do some things. And I told him, I said, well, I got to make some runs. I said, but when I go out, I'm going to go to my bank, put some money in and I'll send you some money cash app or whatever. So he ended up texting or calling me. And I think I called him back. I was in, or he called me, I was in Walmart's line and I was talking to him for a little bit 
And then while we were talking, I shifted and I was talking about his music, trying to encourage him, you know, with uh, the creativity in his music. Um, he has this thing where he's doing uh, stories as rap. My son is from Philly. He happens to be a really good rapper, good with music and stuff. And so he's trying this thing where he's teaching himself the engineering part, which I even said when he was younger, he could have been an engineer or anything with his his mind and his how good he is with his hands and stuff. So anyway, so he, he, had, I said, why haven't you ever sent it to me? Is it something I can't hear? He said, no, it's no cursing or anything, you know, like Will Smith. He said, it's just that. And he told, I said, well, go ahead and send it to me. So when he sent it to me, I pulled up like one and I was like, oh, wow. Okay. I want to check this out. So I subscribed and I was, I listened to a few, but then I had to go out. So I was trying to, you know, as a mother, just encouraging him, like, I know you're going through, I know other stuff is going on, but since you kind of have the time on your hands right now, why don't you perfect what you're doing and, you know, hone your craft? And so we're talking about that. And then he kind of slips in a comment, like I said, and I'm not just saying this because I'm your mother. I, it really... I really was impressed. The sound and this, that. And he's like, oh, yeah, I remember that because I, I remember. I'll say what he said because I don't think it was that big of a deal. But he says, yeah, I remember when I was little and you said something about, you know, with your skinny string being stuff with a light bulb head. So I'm like, OK. And I, I, did, I just paused and I didn't say anything because I'm trying. I'm walking around with a shopping cart, picking up stuff, getting money, getting ready to go put it in the bank. And I'm saying I'm talking about your music. Uh, where does that come from? Like you, you're throwing back something, something like that, that I said years ago when you was a little kid coming up. And then I'm thinking to myself, do you remember all of the disrespect, all of the times you curse me out, all of the times you said stuff to me as an adult, as a teenager, do you know the path that we've been on the stuff that I put up with. And I'm thinking, I'm literally thinking this. So I got quiet as I'm pushing my card around. I'm getting distracted, trying to pick up stuff. And I had to pick up stuff from my younger son to make sure he had quick stuff. Cause mama stopped all that heavy cooking and stuff when I'm fasting. So I needed to, you know, get some, some stuff that he can make for like breakfast and lunch and stuff like that. Cause I cook all the time. And, um, you know, unless we go out. And so I was like, okay. And so we finished talking and I said, um, I said, let me go ahead and do this. And then I'll put the money in the bank. And when I get back home, send me your information. So everything was cool. But then I started thinking and thinking about stuff last night. And I just was like, okay, some, some things i just want to address and not in an angry way or negative way, but it's like, I think you seem to have selective memory. Do you, you remember all of ABC, this, that, and the other, and no matter what? I don't know why kids don't understand, especially you parents, a lot of you mothers probably understand this. We're always here for you. I don't care what we've done. Parents, we are not perfect. We don't get a manual. Lord knows my parents sure wasn't married. Um, well, <laughs> they wasn't at first, but I didn't mean to say married. My parents were not perfect parents and I grew up with stuff and coming under stuff my brother and I that today in today's time we probably would have ended up being taken away from our parents but we survived all that coming up in, in Philadelphia in the in the hood in the earth come on we've all been through stuff and I'm telling him I'm like 
you know, I just want you to remember, I, I'm, I'm not understanding why. And so I said, I didn't want to address it yesterday. So this morning I called myself just kind of sending a little, as we do sometimes, a little text. And I told him that I'm not angry about anything. There's no tone. But, you know, when you say stuff like that, I'm not understanding what that has to do with anything. Why you keep always trying to bring something up from the past. And then he references about, yeah, I remember a lot of stuff like, a lot of little stuff like that. Okay, yeah. You were like, what, six, seven years old? Okay. Um, I'm sorry about the string bean comment, <laughs> but um, I was like, you always do this. And it's, it's something funny about, you know, we get back into this energy whenever you start calling and you're going through stuff and I'm helping you, his siblings help him. You know, it's like, then you want to start kind of throwing stuff back up and I'm just not understanding that. So I just wanted to kind of gently remind him of some things. I'm sorry, I got to put this back, y'all. I don't want it just quiet in the atmosphere and I'm probably being kind of loud but anyway you know that's all I intended to do and I was, I was like look I love you I'm your mom I'm always going to love and support and blah 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 and I'm trying to get the text out and then a knock comes on the door so I get distracted with that I'm dealing with that situation and then um his texts start coming through and his texts are long, lengthy, book lift. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not going back through this. We've done this too many times. I'm just saying ABC. And then he proceeds to go all around the world with all kind of irrelevant stuff. And it, it just got to the point where I just said, look, I love you. I've been here for you. I'm always going to love you. I've been praying for you for years. Um, I, every time you go through something, you know, we're here for you. We support you. But at some point, you have to get up and do it. You have to get up and do your thing. Do for yourself. You know, you have children. You have things going. And and it's like I told him, I said, it's, it's only when we're trying to get you to see the reality of the situation or the truth, which the truth is you made choices that landed you here. And not only did it land you here, but you just keep repeating the same cycle. And then when you do, you want to find a scapegoat or someone to blame. And now it starts like a little snowball effect. And then after we help, after you get the help, then we don't hear from you for five, six months. Like I just, I didn't hear from them for five or six months. So anyway, I was getting a little agitated with that and I just squashed it. I said, listen, I'm fasting. I need to do some things. I got all kind of legal stuff. I can't get distracted, especially with anybody else's stuff anymore. That's not me anymore. I can't do it. I love you. Have a good day. And he sent a few things back, even had the audacity to preach to me in one of the sermons talking about I'm like the Apostle Paul and I, I, I learned to be content in whatever state I'm in. And da, da, da. I was like, yeah, okay. Anyway, so then after that, I dealt with some things uh, and then had to have a conversation with my husband about something. And I'm just showing you what the enemy does. He wants, to, especially when you're fasting, he going to come try to kick that dust up because he knows if I leave you alone and let you get to that place in God where you need to be, where you can have rest and you're not distracted and you can really start hearing from God and you can really start making moves, then I can get you off your game and I can come in and attack. So we're talking about something and he's like, well, I had to, he was giving me some money that he was supposed to give me 
something we were talking about the other day. And then he kind of slid something else up in there. And I was like, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. No, we're, this is not what we're doing this morning because I already see where this is going to go. And I already know I'm trying to tell you that I already know that the enemy is going to try his best. And I'm just not having this kind of day. I'm already tired and I'm dealing with um, this situation. And I'm, I don't, I don't want to talk about this. And then he just proceeded to kind of keep trying to talk and trying to make me see his point. And I was like, I am not hearing you like the verse. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you? No, I can't hear you right now because I need to hear his voice. So I just had to say, listen, we're going to shut this thing down. You got, you go ahead and go to work and let me do what I need to do. And that was that. I shut that down. So I'm noticing now the energy that's trying to come. And I promise you, it's only intensifying because when the devil sees he can't get you in one door, he's going to come through another. That's why you got to make sure it's cracked. It's not uh, it's closed and there are no cracks in it. There's so much thing things, so many things and so much going on that he wants to keep us unfocused and distracted. He's a master of division, divide and conquer. Let me come in this way when they're not expecting it because they're so busy over here focusing on this. But let me tell you something. When I came up in my, my room and my, my baby boy, um, Christian, All right, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm that was a pause. I didn't know if I should um, stop or not. I just got a notification coming through. See, I don't usually do long podcasts, so they're telling me my time is winding down. I was trying to read across this screen, this small white print, and it's telling me now to keep my eyes on the clock. So I have to just be quick now. Um, so I understood and I understand what the enemy is trying to do, and. I'm like, no way, devil. No, not this time. No, I'm not getting unfocused. Um, I'm not going out of here right now. There are things that I need to be taken care of. But this is more important because if I go out of here right now with this energy, things he's trying to do, I already know what kind of day I'm going to be looking at. Even sitting in traffic. So I said, no, Lord, I'm going to open up this word. I'm going to pray. I'm going to put my worship music on. That's the CD that I'm playing on. I said, I will put that CD on over and over. Praise you until I feel this thing break. And listen, everything is all good. I'm, the things that I'm telling you, this is just minute little stuff. I'm just giving you examples of how the enemy tries to move in. And people think, okay, that's not really a big deal because right now I'm dealing with... No, it all ties together because the enemy, what he's trying to do, he's trying to get you in that ring and he's trying to back you up on those ropes. And he wants to do a one, two, three combination and think he can knock you out. Well, some of us, 
myself, definitely. I'm, I'm a warrior. Let me tell you. He knows he can't just take me down. So me, he has to work on the body a little bit. He got to try to sneak punches in and dance around the ring and try to distract me like Muhammad Ali. He was a master at distracting his opponents, talking. To, the enemy, is he still has the same tricks and strategies. He doesn't do anything new. So his whole thing is, I'm going to work on you a little bit and get you exhausted. And then the fact that you're fasting and you're not eating just like he came to Jesus in the wilderness. Hey, I know you're hangry. You're hungry. Turn this stone into bread. And Jesus stood on the word. God is saying today in this hour, if you don't hear anything else I heard, hopefully you get to this point because this is going to be a long one. But you better hold on to that word. If you haven't been in God's word, you better dust that thing off and get back in that word and have a conversation with him. Because I'm telling you, the devil plays for keeps. He's not coming to play games with you. He's playing for keeps. He's trying to take us out. He's trying to take our children out. And I reminded my son this morning, I said, you know, you've been covered pretty much all your life. He's the child that was dedicated back to the Lord in a Christianing service as an infant. I'm like, I've been praying over y'all and standing on scriptures and quoting scriptures and loving y'all and supporting you all of your life. I wonder what would have happened if you didn't have a praying and fasting mama who knew the word. And I told him, and this is the truth. This has been for years. I spend several hours a week in prayer for my children and grandchildren. I cover my seed. I, I constantly keep their names before the Lord because there's so much going on out here. I pray for other people's children. I pray for you. You're all out there. You're the listeners. I pray for everybody. I'm an intercessor. He told me that many years ago and through many pastors and prophets, you're an intercessor. One lady said, you're a watchman on the wall. God allows you to see what's going on so you can bring it to him. So a lot of things haven't happened because I've been on my knees. While everybody else is having a good time, I've been up in this closet for years on my face fasting and praying and turning my plate down and I'm always in the trenches and always going through the battle I said no not this morning devil and I paused before I got into the word I was praying and I said no let me get up and and, and go ahead and just record I thought a short podcast is longer than anyone I've done in a long time but it's okay somebody gonna get blessed by this it's not in vain but I said no I'm going to sit up here and I'm going to call you out this morning. And I'm again, I'm not talking about a person. In relationships, we go through things. Come on. There's not a married person out here that does not go through with their spouse. There's not a parent out here that does not from time to time go through with their children or a, a co-worker or a friend or a, a, a restaurant person or somebody in a store. We Relationships are difficult. And so it's not even that serious. You know, we've been through worse stuff than this in the past. It's not that serious. I'm trying to call your attention to the enemy that we have. She's, he's a, what was that? Charday or Sadie Charday who had the song shrewd operator. The enemy is a shrewd operator. And I'm trying to warn somebody this morning. I'm trying to wake you up this morning because I've been out of my deep sleep for a long time now. And I'm on a battleground and I'm on a battlefield and I'm on a front ground and I'm here in the trenches day in and day out. I'm staying, babe. I'm staying connected to him. I'm, I don't have time to take my eyes off of what's ahead of me. I don't have time to keep getting involved in people's stuff. I'm not trying to work anything out anymore. I love you. I said it before, 
Tyler Perry said in those very old plays when he first came out. I don't remember which one it was because I got them. Man, that was more than 20 years ago when my husband's uh, my husband. See, I'm talking about my cousin's husband. Lord, my my cousin's wife uh, got the videos and we watched them. This was before I came to Virginia. So this is like 20 plus years ago. Tyler Perry had a lot of wisdom in those plays amid the humor. But my favorite line is when people show you who they are, believe it. And a lot of times we get into trouble because we just don't believe it. But you best believe the devil is who he is, whether he shows it to you or not. I know he comes in all kinds of packages. I know he comes tall, dark and handsome and, you know, slender and curvy or bootylicious, whatever you want to call it. Long hair like, you know, I have long hair, uh, you know, the weaves, the extensions, everything that you like. Every flavor. One pastor said Satan knows our variety. He's like a Baskin Robbins. He has every flavor for what you like. You don't like this. You like chocolate. I I'm a chocolate lover. Hey, I got vanilla. I got, you know, caramel. I got this and that and that. So he knows what we like. He knows the breaking point. He hears our conversations. He sees where we're going. He sees what we're doing. He knows, but I'm so glad today. I'm so glad that I serve a God who not only knows all about it, he knows everything the devil's doing. He knows everything the devil's demons is doing. He knows everything we doing. He knows everything that's in our hearts. He knows everything that's in our minds. He knows everything that's in our lives. He knows everything that's in our relationships. He knows everything that's in our phones. Somebody. Yeah, somebody need to do a, 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 a cleansing this morning. I don't know where this is coming from. Somebody need to go open up those phones and those laptops and get some of that stuff off of there that's hindering your walk. Pastors, evangelists, you know, like myself, teachers, preachers, apostles should be first. People of God, you worldly folks, people who aren't saved do, you know, you doing what you're supposed to be doing. But y'all know y'all ain't supposed to be watching and listening to some of that stuff out there. But anyway, it's time to get right. Or as my friend who I wish I can get in touch with, David, he used to tell me all the time, sis, people going to get right or they going to get left. He said, you just keep it moving. I love what he called me. He, he did my website years ago that I can't access now, but he called me the voice that can sink a thousand ships. Love that. So anyway, it's time to get on y'all. It's time to stand up. It's time to stop the foolishness. It's time to stop giving place to the devil. I'm not giving him any more my time and energy. I'm about to go battle this thing out in prayer in the word. I'm about to get back into alignment. I only came off briefly because the enemy knows, oh no, don't let her get in that word. She going to get too many ideas, too many things come and too many. Um, I talked about if you didn't hear it, you can go back and listen. The previous podcast, Maryland, I talked about the connections that just opened up for me. I have a business card for um, one of the black female mayors of um, Maryland. There's more than one. And she gave me her information. And I met a DJ and I met someone who has a recording studio. And all of these things are just opening up as I'm going before the Lord and taking this stuff. Man, I'm not, I'm not struggling with this stuff anymore. I spent most of my life caring for people, taking care of people, uh, doing for people, giving to people, give out so much. Sometimes the seasons, there are seasons I don't even have clothes. Like I just gave away three and four bags. I still have a, a bag in the trunk. We took two. I gave away three bags of clothes and then I have a whole uh, hamper 
full of bags and clothes that I'm selling when I set up my tables in this fall. And I hardly have anything here. So, you know, my husband blessed me and he bought me some clothes um, some weeks ago. And then I've been out shopping, finding stuff, but I don't even have a wardrobe anymore. I don't even have a full wardrobe, but I'm giving it away. Because I know God takes care of me. He always blesses me. He always comes through for me. And the devil knows this. So he thought he was going to distract my day. He thought I was going to get off focus. I feel better now. Thank y'all for being a sounding board. I'm releasing it. And what I'm about to do, I'm about to turn that music down just a little bit. Keep it on low because I love this anointed CD. It's playing in the atmosphere. I'm going to put my pillow back down. I'm going to get on my knees and I'm going to go before my father. And I'm going to spend time in the word before I do my school lessons and anything else that I need to do on this day. But listen, y'all stay alert, stay alert because the enemy is seeking whom he may devour. I said I would share Revelation 21 and eight. This is a warning for anybody who needs to hear this. He says, but the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars. He said, all, all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And I don't know about you, but that is not what I've lived this life for. I am not living to have that be my final end. So I don't know about you, but I'm striving every single day. I'm doing what if I make a mistake, Lord, forgive me. I, I, I know your word says this, but Lord, I'm turning from it. I don't care what it is. I'm not allowing the enemy to come in and bring condemnation. I know better. I know who I am. I know who my where my identity is, is linked with Christ, is not linked with a person, is not linked with a relationship, is not linked with money or material possessions. I know who I am. The word of God says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Listen, somebody, you need to get up today. Stop crying. Stop having a pity party. Stop believing the lies of the enemy. Stop putting up with the mess. It's time to get it straight. It's time to get in alignment so that we can fight this thing out. This is the last day. This is the last hour. Don't let the enemy snuff you out. Parents, don't let them snuff your children out. Listen, we all haven't said what I said. I'm still about to get on my knees and pray for my child and his children and the things he's going through. I'm going to still love you, even if I have to put that distance there. I'm still going to pray and cover you and wish wish you well. I'm not upset. I'm not angry. What I am angry at, if you can hear hear the force, the aggressive, uh, aggressiveness in my voice, which my throat is a little sore right now. I have to take some more ginger candy and some tea, but I am angry with the devil because I'm not wrestling against flesh and blood. Ephesians 6 and tells me I'm tired y'all from not sleeping. It's time to slow down. But Ephesians 6 says we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against spirits, principalities, you know, rulers of the darkness, uh, spiritual wickedness in high places. And then the Bible also reminds us that Jesus conquered all on the cross and he put all principalities under his feet and then he transferred power over. The problem is we don't walk in that power. The problem is for whatever reason, we don't believe it sometimes. I know for myself for a long time, I was in a haze. I was in a maze forgetting who I am. But thank you, Jesus, that I came back 
to my senses like the prodigal son. Somebody needs to return to the father. You need to wake up and realize, hey, my father has so much in his house, servants and everything that I need. And I sit here and I perish with hunger. Listen, I got to close this out because it's about to shut down. I'm not going to perish with hunger. I'm not going to sit here and play the devil's game. I'm not going to give the devil attention. I thank God for all of the block features on iPhones and, and Androids and laptops. If I got to block you, I'm going to block you, but I'm going to still love and pray for you on the distance. You just won't get to see and hear it. And I don't care who it is. That's my stance. And so I thank you for hanging with me today. I hope that people actually listen to and hear this message, but don't just hear my voice. Stephanie J, I'm nobody. I'm just a vessel that he uses however he sees fit to use. I pray that you hear the spirit of the Lord and the voice of the Lord. And I pray that you get everything you need in this hour. And I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray that I see you on the other side. Y'all be blessed.